Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerbal. I want to talk about today the differences between uh, different Christian ideas of uh, God's relationship with man, and I mean man in general, uh, like mankind. Historically, there have been many different uh, systems posited throughout Christian history to understand this relationship. Some of the more famous ones, uh, I guess you could say, on a on a very zoomed out uh, view there's the difference between monergism and synergism Uh, monergism is the idea that there is one activity between God and man one activity and that is the activity of God Uh, monergism the etymology there is mono one and uh, jism, which ener- energism, which comes from the Greek word, where we where we get the word energy from, uh, but it's usually translated activity. And then synergism, uh, syn, s y n, syner, means uh, together. And then it has the same suffix, uh, meaning activity. So. Uh, activity done together. So synergism means that God and man work together uh, in action. Now, this has been a debate in Christianity uh, for pretty much as long as Christianity has been around. Um, but the the debate really started, as far as as far as I know. Uh, with Augustine, with Saint Augustine, um, and then it throughout the throughout the early and latter Middle Ages, it continued uh, between various theologians: um, Aquinas, uh, Bonaventure, Scotus. All have their own slightly distinct views on these things. Um, I believe Augustine, and then, or I, sorry, I believe Anselm has a slightly distinct view on these things from other other thinkers in the Middle Ages. <clears throat> I would imagine somebody like Peter Abelard does. Uh, and then the debate really starts to kind of catch fire with the onset of the Protestant Reformation. Uh, and particularly the debates between uh, Luther, Calvin, uh, the Anabaptists, and later um, Arminius, uh, and his views later on. And then subsequently, within Protestantism, there are many, many views uh, that have developed. Uh, Om- most Christian denominations 
I would say, their main dividing issue is an issue of God's relationship with man. Uh, some distinction within synergism or monergism or the distinction between both. So, uh, Catholics and Orthodox um, are synergistic. Um, there really isn't much room for a monergistic view within Catholicism or Orthodoxy. Um, <clears throat> mainly because Catholicism and Orthodoxy, going back to the first millennium uh, and the Aristotelian and Platonic roots that are there within Christian philosophy, um, they really don't want to deny free will to man. Um, a lot of times I've heard monergistic Protestants say Augustine as somebody who uh, held their view among the church fathers. But I don't know if I'm convinced of that. I, I, I don't think that I am. Um, I mean, he definitely, he definitely takes within the synergistic view of things, he, he leans more towards the, the side of monergism, like, but because he 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 certainly does emphasize God's action over man's action, but I I really do not think that he would say something as to the effect of that man does not have free will. Um, now, many synergists, myself included will say things like, um, man can do nothing of himself, strictly speaking. Yes, that is true. Man can do nothing of himself. My understanding, and many Catholics' understanding of this, is that while man absolutely can do nothing of himself, because he is held in existence at every moment by God, uh, every aspect of man's nature is given to him by God, so he cannot pull himself up by his own bootstraps, he can do nothing of himself. Uh, he would cease to exist if he, if he were, were allowed to do so. Um, but God has given man the gift of free will and the other gifts of his nature. And therefore, man does have free will, not by himself, but because of God, because of God's action. So yes, it does boil down to monergism in a sense, but not by not in the sense that, like, not the sense that is meant by the label. Um, the label generally means a more uh, generally Calvinistic view of God's relationship with man, where man either does not have free will um, in its in its entirety, or uh, some kind of nuanced view that that man has free will, but he's not able to he's not able to use it without God's grace, um, which you know I think I would agree with um, in a qualified sense. But yes, strictly speaking, man cannot 
acts uh, uh, use his free will without God's grace because his free will is of the grace of God. Um, his, his free will is a grace of God. Um, anyway, it, these questions are very interesting. And, and I honestly, I have a really hard time. There's a giant, really loud motorcycle in front of me. I have a really hard time understanding uh, people that um, come to the conclusion that that man does not have free will or that man cannot use his free will. Um, I have trouble with that because of what it says about man uh, and also what it says about God. Um, I think it tries to box God in too much. Like it tries to say, well, God is all powerful, so therefore, uh, you know, so so therefore, nothing except God. It's motorcycle time. Uh, what do they say? Nothing. Uh, nothing but God can do anything, really. It kind of... You can't help but think, like, well, we're just puppets on strings, then. Um, And not that strictly that's a... that's a reason to disbelieve in it. That's more of an emotional um, appeal, but at the same time, like, it, it seems plainly evident to human experience that man has free will and can choose. It, it seems plainly evident. Uh, the Jews believed in this. Pagans believed in this. I would argue all of the first Christians believed in this, and it really wasn't until uh, some precursors to the Reformation that this view started to catch hold.